Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks light. Here we are in the pandemic days where fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more Through the years we'll be basically basic Doing basic girl things You go girl But thank God for Jesus Christ to always A merry BB Christmas. Hey guys, it's Cami. And it's Amanda. And we're basically basic. And it is Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, you guys. I'm picturing each of your beautiful faces (laughs) and just looking at you and saying, Merry Christmas. I pray that. Today and tomorrow, everything that we've been praying for these weeks leading up to Christmas, that there's just a culmination of the expectation, the joy, the excitement, that it's all leading to this place. And I just want to thank you for being on this journey with us. I know that today is a day of many family traditions and many of us go to Christmas Eve service or mass. And you know what? A lot of that this year may not happen. And so I just want to first and foremost acknowledge that many of us might be experiencing some disappointment today or some like unsure, unsettling feelings of how is this going to feel. But I just pray that by the end of this podcast, that that unsettlement, that like crazy 2020 feeling of like, how is this going to be is replaced with great joy because I'm here to remind my soul and your soul that the reason for the season, the actual point of Christmas has not changed, will not change, that it is still a reason to celebrate beyond celebration and that in the crazy shakings of this year that God is still unshakable and he's doing a new thing this year that we get to acknowledge. And so us doing this Advent series is new. 2020 is new. Your Christmas Eve might be new and different, but I just pray that in that there's something that will awaken in your heart like it couldn't have if you had just done the normal, typical things. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I was thinking of as you were speaking, Cammie, is so this week our song is Joy to the World. And I just had the thought of the reason, obviously, we celebrate Christmas is because of Jesus's birth. But I just had the thought that joy and happiness are are so different. And like, we can be so happy on Christmas and so happy to receive gifts or happy to be with family or just happy that we're off work, like whatever the reason may be. Mm-hmm. But I think about happiness being, is such a feeling, right? Like that's like an, that's a reactive feeling because we're happy because of something. And I think of joy as like a choice. 
And so it's literally joy to the world, not happy to the world, Wow, you know? And I'm thinking like, we're choosing joy. Like it's okay that your circumstance today may not be ideal or may not be the way you imagined it looking. Like if you can't see family, maybe you couldn't travel, maybe you couldn't, who knows what your circumstance is. It's 2020. It could be any circumstance. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not counting anything out, but I literally just had the thought how cool it is that joy is a choice and whether your circumstance may say something different this Christmas Eve, we want to encourage you that you can still choose joy. That's so good. You can choose joy and joy is something that will not like change. Like it's something that's born in us that is consistent no matter what. And I love the first line of joy to the world because it literally just says joy to the world. The Lord has come like is there anything else? Is there anything else? <laughs> Joy to the world like the Lord has come. And I have we have a saying in our family because I have a struggle, and I'll explain it in a second. But the saying in our family is the Sunday blues. And as a I we've gone back and forth. Am I a seven on the Enneagram? Am I a three? Either way, super high on both. But the seven in me is I love the weekend. Yeah. Because absolutely. it's fun and there's it's like people, there's people, people there's things to do. Yeah. It's different. There's Activities. not the rhythms yeah. of the normal Monday through Friday. <laughs> you weekend, are such a seven. I'm living for the weekend. You're living for the weekend. Living for the weekend. But on Sunday, I Steven started to notice this thing in me after being married for a couple of years where he'd be like, Cammy, you're getting the Sunday blues. And it'd be because around five o'clock on Sunday, I would kind of start to feel like just sad, like that the weekend was over and like if if I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do or if I felt like the fun was kind of winding down because Steven's the opposite. Like on Sundays, he like wants to meal prep. He wants to get ready for the week. He's he's excited to get ready for For the rhythms of Monday. Whereas I'm (laughs) grieving that Saturday is done, you know? (laughs) And so I don't know where you fall on Christmas Eve, but for me, Christmas Eve can kind of be a day where I can start to experience the Sunday blues. Yeah. Like as it gets closer to midnight, I'm like, wait, like, the Christmas season is ending. Like, mm-hmm. like tomorrow's going to be Christmas and I, I want to experience everything and I want to feel all Christmas the feels. I Christmas to be every day. Yes, and, and Christmas Eve night, I'm like, I want to watch every Christmas movie. Like, yes. any movie I haven't Let's watched. fit it all in. It's gonna I'm be, like, it's oh gonna no, end. like, tomorrow's Christmas. <laughs> I need to watch them all. You know? And so I feel like, I love that you just reminded me that, Amanda, that all that stuff can bring happiness, but I'm experiencing a joy that is today and tomorrow that doesn't have to end on the 26th. Like, Amen. there's a joy the inside of me that I'm remembering that we're like doing rhythms and traditions that are like sacraments of reminding me of that joy. Mm -hmm. But the actual joy is something that I get to have sustained all the way through. So no Sunday blues on this Christmas Eve. No Sunday blues for anyone. And so I want to start this episode by reading a scripture that is where we feel, I feel like, I feel like this is where the song comes from. Like, I don't know fully the story surrounding writing joy to the world, but I feel like they probably read this scripture and it, led to the lyrics of this song. And so we're out of Luke 2, starting in verse 8, and it says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the Lord was joined by a vast of hosts of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. I'm literally crying. 
I cry. This is so Ooh. sweet. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those Aww, in whom God is pleased. So I just, I'm, I, I think I'm crying because I'm just thinking about like that first Christmas and like what I, I love that I this stood out to me but in verse 9 it said suddenly like I just think mm. about how long the earth had been praying and longing for this Messiah and there's a suddenly of God and suddenly an angel yeah. appears to these normal shepherds and he just says don't be afraid I'm bringing you good news that will lead to great joy like yeah. there's a goodness that's going to bring joy and it says to all people and as we're reading this earlier and preparing for today's podcast I just think there was two things that stood out and it was the idea that the the shepherds were at first afraid and the angel came and he gave the option of either being under fear or under great joy he Mm. said don't be afraid I'm bringing great joy and if there's a year that I feel like there is we need not to be yes there is an option of one or the other there is a daily sometimes momentary choice of being afraid or being in, in great joy. Like there's two kingdoms at work and it's the kingdom of fear and darkness and the kingdom of light and mm-hmm. the kingdom of joy. And those are the choices. Like, and we see that in this scripture and because the angel is saying like, you can, you could be afraid and it makes sense, but there's an option to, to choose joy to choose joy and to yeah. celebrate and joy. And like, this is the first time where joy is being born in a sense of like every prayer, every prophecy, every longing for the savior of the world is being is being brought to fruition, yeah. In this day. Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's so good. It's so so, so good. I want to share a story with you guys that was it's such just a good reminder even to myself because it's been gosh, let's see, probably 5 years now. I could be wrong, 5 or 6 years, which is crazy since um, Tyler's dad passed away. So my father-in-law, Tyler and I had been married for, gosh, we had been married for six months when he got diagnosed with cancer. And then he passed away probably a year and a half after we were married, maybe a little over a year after we were married. So we got news on Christmas Eve of all days that his, his doctor, his surgeon had called my mother-in-law and said that The analogy he used, I will never forget this, is he said the house is on fire and we can't go inside, which basically his dad had had a couple brain surgeries that were like miracles anyways, because he got his brain, you know, cut open surgery and then back, put back together and had to mend only to have another brain surgery like two months later, which was just crazy. And I feel like your human body can only take so much. Um, and so anyways, his cancer had spread pretty rapidly and the surgeon said that the house is on fire and he can't go inside. And so I'll never forget Tyler was with me and I had just gotten a tape. I was renting out like a photography studio at the time. And Tyler was with me, put building a table for me, putting together a table. And I see him just kind of on his knees and just his head down after this phone call. And I was like, babe, you know, like, what is it? What's wrong? And he said, there's nothing else they can do. And he just starts weeping and we both just sat there in the moment, like feeling the emotions, like mourning what the doctor had said. And the surgeon basically said he had two weeks left to live and that this was going to be the last Christmas with him. And he felt like he wanted to give us the respect of telling us on Christmas Eve so that we could like cherish the Christmas day that he knew we would still have with him. And so... We like go to their house and, you know, the family as a whole is obviously in mourning, but we're in this like weird in between because he's still on earth with us. Mm -hmm. Like his dad is still there. So we're not, we're not mourning his passing because 
he hadn't passed away yet. He was still there, but we were mourning the fact that like we knew it was coming soon. And I will never forget though that we still I remember like telling Tyler's mom, like, do do you still want to do Christmas? Like, you know, what what is what do what's you the feel? Vibe yeah, here? what's the like, vibe here? Yeah. Like I don't I've never walked through this before. I don't I don't know what to do. And I'm also still fairly new as like a wife to, you know, in, in their family. family. Yeah. And so yeah. She was like, no, we definitely need to still celebrate Christmas. Like, it's what he would want. Like, we we need some joy. I, that's what she said. Like, we need some joy today. And so we celebrated Christmas. We did presents. And I, the only thing that I know was in this home is the presence of Jesus Christ. Because the only way to know that you were losing a dad, you were losing a husband, you were losing a brother, a son so many things a friend the only way to have still have joy in that situation is to know that our hope is not in this earth and we of course we you know we're human so of course we like mourned and felt the grief that we knew was coming but we also had were able to choose like i was saying earlier like it wasn't necessarily a happiness we didn't feel happy if i'm being very honest but we did choose joy in that moment because we knew that we would see my father-in-law again someday and tyler had this peace that i will never understand because you know it was his dad it, and i i still have my dad on earth so i don't know what this feels like to lose my my earthly father but and Tyler had this piece about him that I cannot explain because he, when he got the news, he like, he felt all the emotions. He broke down crying. And then on Christmas, even, and then to Christmas day, and even up until his dad actually passed away, which was right about two and a half weeks later, um, he just had this like peace and this joy about him that I will never forget. And that I admired so much. And that is literally only joy that Jesus Christ can bring because us in like our physical form, our human flesh, that makes no sense to choose joy in that no. situation. It truly doesn't. And to see the way that like their family carried the joy of, and just a hope, it was a hope and a reassurance in knowing that this is not our final life. Like we will see our dad, our husband, our brother, we will see him again one day. And I love that. I don't love that that happened on Christmas Eve, but I love that that's a reminder I have on Christmas Eve that even in the darkest times, like even in a situation that feels so heavy, feels it feels so final in the moment and it feels like, God, why are you allowing this? Like this doesn't make any sense. I don't know what beauty you can bring from this. This will have to be for another podcast. But when I tell you the beautiful stories and the beauty that God made from just like the brokenness that cancer is, I could go on and on all day yeah. long. So I just want to leave you guys just with that encouragement that even in the darkest times you can and still choose joy because I've seen it happen. Well, and I love that that's the story you're thinking of because I think of the scripture I just read, like the reason probably why the angel said like, I'm bringing great joy for all people is before Jesus came, death was the final word. Like yeah. sin was the final word, word. Like there was, there was no way they could be perfect by the law. Mm-hmm. They had tried that and failed. Like everything was final and, and death and like it just ended. Yeah. But then in Jesus's birth, there's a joy of reconciliation. Like mm-hmm. there's this ministry of reconciliation that comes between heaven and earth, this like meeting place in Jesus. And it's an opportunity for us to, to have that joy that lasts yeah. beyond earth. You yeah, know? And, absolutely. And can you imagine like heaven, I mean, it says that there's a vast of, of, of heavenly hosts, angels, armies are celebrating. 
And it's because they know, like they're already in heaven and they know what earth is not getting to experience. Like heaven is, is fully aware of the holiness of God. Heaven's fully aware of the peace and joy in his presence and the perfection of heaven. And I just picture like the heavens opening and the angels looking down and seeing this broken, weary world. It's like this earth that's been longing and desiring a savior. And they're like, finally, like I, I feel like Christmas day is an exclamation point on it like is, yeah. on the Bible. It's like, yeah. it's like we've arrived, like everything we've been longing for is now. And the world didn't even fully know like what it was, yeah. but it was like heaven was like, I feel like heaven is almost like the adults, like we're the kids, like heaven's like angels are like cheering you on like you don't even know how awesome this <laughs> yeah. is but like let me tell you and it's, it's like how true. we are with our kids you it know is. like like you don't get, know the final you don't know why there's a stop sign here but there's a stop sign yes. because we know what it, this, we this know, area this is, is dangerous everything. but we also know that like we can choose joy in this situation because like you we see like our kids in a hard situation or like a, a morning situation or whatever and we know as adults like that's not their final that's not the end all yes. be all and so we get to say like yes like I know this scrape really hurts when you like fell down and cut yourself but like I promise you like there's band-aids yes, like, we exactly. can, we, we like know. in their little brains like I feel like that's how we are in the kingdom like we can't fully comprehend like we don't know what's coming to like stitch us up later right. and all our like cuts and bruises but heaven, no, but heaven like, knows and so they're rejoicing it. because they get they feel already like the everything free of pain and the glory like they yes. already feel the joy and and like again the shepherds were obviously afraid because they're like um we're just like doing our job <laughs> and then all these like angels show up and it's too much for them to comprehend but they're saying like hey like i know this feels like crazy and Mm -hmm. massive and whatever but like it's it's unto great joy like that's what it's unto and there's a scripture that um came to mind when we were talking about this and it's hebrews 12 12 um and amanda do you want to read i think i I oh yes send it to you yes i will read it okay so look this is hebrews 12 2 12 2 looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I love this scripture talking about this because Jesus, as we know, like the, one of the coolest parts about him is that he has walked through, felt, experienced everything that we have. Like as, a, as him coming to be human, like he's fully God, but he's also fully man. And when I think about the power of great joy. I feel like it's displayed in the scripture because it's saying that the joy that Jesus knew was ahead of him, the joy of heaven, the joy of what it meant to live a life fully perfect and then to be seated at the at the right hand of the Father was so powerful that it allowed him to, to endure, die on a cross. To endure the cross. Like yeah. he was it says he was able to walk through the pa- the pain of the cross, what he was going to endure, because there was a joy set before him that was so much greater. Mm. And I think when we look at our own life, we now know because of Jesus that there is a joy set before us that is so much greater. That regardless of what we're walking through we get this to Christmas, choose. we get to choose that because we have a prize in heaven that is greater than any of our earthly pain. Like His promise is beauty for ashes. Like yeah. whatever we face, we know that th- we're not living for this world. Like you just said, yeah. With your father-in-law, there is a great joy ahead of mm-hmm. us. We and know I can't that light of, and joy are, are coming. Yes, I can't think of anything better to share on Christmas Eve because that's what we get to have tomorrow. That yeah. there is a great joy set before us that's being born tomorrow 
that is going to be more powerful than any mm-hmm. pain we ever feel. Mm-hmm. It's more powerful than death. It's more powerful than sin. Like the joy that we have in Jesus is an everlasting joy that is never going to go away. Yeah. And you know what I love about this? I love that maybe you, maybe this has been like your first Advent season to walk through. And I know that Cammy and I like are, I feel like our, um, just like set tone is joy. You know what I mean? Like yes. we're two people where like, that's our, what's the word I'm looking for? Like our go-to. Our state, our like standard. Yeah. Or not our standard, but like default. Default. Yes. yes. Thank you. I didn't want to make up, a, I didn't want to make fetch happen. No, but that was great. <laughs> default. Our default setting so, is joy. Yes, I feel like you and I, we have a default setting of just joy. And so, and there's pros and cons to that. Like, I feel like I've actually been studying just in the word of how important it is to feel the grief so that we can feel the great joy. Mm-hmm. Like I think sometimes my default personally is to just be like, oh, this is happening. That's okay. Joy's coming. Silver lining. Yeah, yes. silver lining. Which is, there's pros to that for sure. And there's, there is like, there's beauty in speaking life. Um, but I think sometimes it is important to feel the weight of certain things, to, tr- to feel the true joy of it. It's not a fake joy. Like this is a joy, the, the joy that we have in Jesus Christ is a joy that's coming, it, that we know, that we, is going to feel so incredibly joyful and a joy that we've never been able to experience outside of anything else because we as humans in this world especially in 2020 have felt the weight Mm -hmm. and I think because we're feeling so many of us are feeling the weight of certain different things especially in this year we know that like the joy that if we can have joy at any time like this is coming from a joy that only God can bring and praise God we can feel that joy because like we know the hurts that's so real and I think as people of God, we should be the people that carry that joy, that people look at us and think, how can you still, you're still joyful? Like, how can you still be joyful? And it's because the joy set before us isn't earthly joy. It's a heavenly joy that, that is incorruptible, that will not go away. It doesn't fade, you know? Right. So that's like the point I was making too, if this is your first Advent series and you're like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. These girls are so joyful and bubbly. Like, you cannot be this joyful all the time. I'm here to tell you that we are not. We're not always this joyful. However, there is joy that comes just from the Lord that can be upon any one of you listening, whether this is like your first this is whether this is your first month, first day, first hour to pray, to ask the Lord to give you his joy. Like it it is for all of us. He died for every single one of us. It's not just for the two people here that are doing this podcast. It's so good. Oh my goodness. I just wish I could give each of you a big joyful hug and say, Merry Christmas Eve. I pray that even if today is different than what you expected, that it's actually better than you expected and that the joy of God would be born in your hearts and in my heart. And I just ask that on this Christmas Eve that you would really see Jesus for who he is as our Lord, as our Savior, as our great joy. We love you guys. I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We are Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. And Merry, Merry Christmas.